Coming up on this episode of The Break Room. But a Magneto from a universe where there are mutants yep. and there have been mutants. Yep. There's no mutants in the 616. Don't say that they've been hiding, that they're there now. No, they're just not there, I don't like right? Okay. I don't like it. And, he, and this Magneto has been carving up universes, trying to find a safe home for his mutants. And he doesn't want to destroy the 616. He just wants to destroy the non-mutant, all the living beings in the 616 <laughs> and oh. park his mutants here on our planet. Welcome back to The Break Room. I'm Brandon Barrick. Who cares? Joining me today, we have Hector Navarro. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Are you silent? <laughs> Wait, keep saying hi, hello. Hey, what's going on? Are y'all having fun? <laughs> me too. You know, I'm at Hector is funny, because I'm funny, <laughs> of course. Okay, why is the camera still on me? Can <laughs> <laughs> like, we move on? We okay. also have... Seriously though, what's going on, Evan? Hector, that's Evan. enough, please. Evan, please, Hector. please move the camera? Evan. Please. Evan. <laughs> oh, we also have Jackie James. <laughs> Hector, I, did, I think that was great. We should be a team. That was incredible. I, don't know. I agree. You should go on the road. I don't know. <laughs> that like, was I really funny. That would be, but yeah. Uh, what's it? Jeff Dunham should be scared. <laughs> Did he get canceled? You, yes, we're doing it right now. Oh, uh, well, I think some of his characters were inappropriate. <laughs> Moving on. Okay. No, uh, we're, we're focused. What are we talking about today? Well, here's what we're going to talk about today, Jackie. Okay. We know that Jonathan Majors will no longer be playing Kang, and the future of the character is kind of up in the air. Mm -hmm. They're going to recast it. What are they going to do for this next Avengers movie? Uh, supposedly, it's no longer called Kang Dynasty. Mm -hmm. So it's mm -hmm. Kang off the table. We don't now, there's been a lot of speculation about which villain could replace Kang, and with many, including ourselves, saying Doctor Doom could do it. Mm. He's a he's a household I like it. name. I like he's it. got the stats. I like he's got it. the appreciation. He's got the metal mask. I That's like scary. Okay. I yeah. like it. He's got could a be. secret country we haven't seen yet in the MCU. Yes. True, true. Uh, Latveria. Unless yeah. unless we have seen it, but we don't know it yet. Oh. Yes, it's definitely a, a place that it's we have around there. We haven't. It hasn't okay. been labeled. I'm um, I'm gonna dive right in. You wanna I dive think, in? I I believe that Doctor Doom could easily be the new big baddie. Okay. And frankly, I believe that he deserves his own movie. Okay. Like, I, I think Whoa. that like it's not, not like, like a Fantastic Four movie. You want like a movie? No, called no. Doctor I want I want a Doctor Doom movie. Whoa. And um, this is why because Doctor Doom is has so much depth to him. Um, again, coming from like this exotic area, like we love Wakanda, we love Sokovia, mm -hmm. we love all that stuff, right? So they can like do this deep dive into his youth. And, um, you know, his mother gets taken away by Mephisto. Okay. His dad, I, I hope I'm not spoiling this all for everybody. No, go ahead. Okay, his I, um, I dad is literally holding comments. him in his arms in this war-torn country, like okay. trying to save him and freezes to death. Mm -hmm. So like this childhood is just mm -hmm. so tortured and awful. And then I know we're gonna be talking about Mephisto and I think it's like already pretty clear Mephisto is going to be coming into the picture. Yeah, they've-, they've Yeah, they've-, they've I don't think they've capital C confirmed it, but- no. I've heard rumors of casting and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Show reporters yeah, talking yeah. about yeah, yeah. it and like Sasha Barra Cohen is mystery man yeah, 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 yeah. but like a lot of people are mystery yeah. man Mephisto see what they and, if, and if it feels weird that he's in the Ironheart show it's because the the other character in that show is the hood right yeah right Parker Robbins who his whole deal is he gets a power from Mephisto yeah. in that kind of magical sorcery world so yes yeah, so he's coming yeah, so I think that they can definitely make the connection there and so like I just I need to have a bad guy that I relate to. Like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. okay, like, 
uh, you're not just like the bad guy of the week. Like mm -hmm. I need to have like a deep connection to you. And so I feel like recently we've just been, and I'm sure that there's some outliers here, but like in my recent memory, I cannot think of a villain that like really just, I was like, I'm super attached to you. Mm. And like, I feel so, so bad for you. Right. Like, okay. so for me, I just feel like, let's get a movie. We just show his backstory. We show how he comes up. We can um, show his initial um, kind of like interactions with fantastic four. Right. Maybe like okay. allude to it a little Cause bit. He, Cause he, Cause went, he went to went college to with yeah. Reed Richards. Right, right, right. Okay. I went to okay. SUNY. I went to SUNY as well. So that's oh. why I'm also mm. like Dr. So be watching you. You went um, to what? You went to what? SUNY. What SUNY Binghamton. It's State University of New York. Oh. And in the comics, of, I, correct me if I'm wrong, everybody. I think Doctor Doom also went to SUNY. They didn't specify which one. But <laughs> I yes. thought it was. Okay. I um, thought in in Marvel comics they have a fictional New York college, which is like Empire State University or something, and it's supposed it's supposed to either be their version of NYU. Or, hey. but you went to SUNY, so. There's a lot of SUNYs though, so he yeah. could be like going to a made up SUNY. Oh. So this would be a SUNY, the State University in Hegemon, New York. Oh. Okay. Yeah, so it would be a SUNY. He didn't go to SUNY Binghamton though, but you know, we're in the SUNY system together. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Sure, sure. And then also, okay, so then we establish his childhood, but then he goes back to Latveria. He takes over, he right, kills okay. the Baron. Yeah. Right. He gets his own army. Like, I mean like, I don't know. Like this is a revenge story. Yeah. Um, it like, he has such a like tortured deep, uh, childhood, we you know, can connect the, the, it to Mephisto, the we way can connect you're... it to Fantastic Four. Like, I'm just like, sorry, sorry, I didn't mean to cut No, up. go ahead, go but, ahead. Like, I want to see like a villain given their time to shine. I think like sometimes we just like see them in movies, they look really bad, we let like one bad thing happen to them and we're like, okay, this one bad thing happened to them, you're supposed to sympathize with right. them, but we don't really get to know them. So I'm like, if we want to set up, and, and you know, I don't want to go too deep into the King stuff, um, but in my opinion, I didn't feel super attached, sure. you know? Yeah. And so that's tough. why, yeah. yeah, so I'm like, for me, if, if they have the opportunity to start fresh here, and I think a lot of people are already talking about Dr. Doom, like you said, aesthetically, so much Looks to work great. with. Looks great. But yeah. I really think that there's so much backstory that you you could do with Doctor Doom. And then I don't want to like take up this whole time talking, me just talking. So I'll, I'll pass the baton here. But I was telling y'all before the show, I really think you could make this a trifecta with Beyonder mm. and then with Molecule Man. But mm. I'll, I'll leave it at that. We'll save that. So yeah. So we'll but what, what are your thoughts on that? I really think like a, a really establishing Doctor Doom could be great for the MCU. I, as, as Jackie was going over that. One thing that, as you were describing his story and his like origin, I was like, you know what it even sounds like? It sounds like he's a Killmonger, but who actually succeeds. Right. Because Killmonger was stopped by T'Challa mm -hmm. and T'Challa's family and his allies. But imagine if Killmonger went to Wakanda and took it over. Mm -hmm. And that's who Doctor Doom is. And you're like, oh, shit, that's kind of awesome. So he could be an extremely sympathetic uh, villain and character. Mm -hmm. And... With the fact that his mother dies, but specifically the type of dies in the Marvel Universe where her soul goes to hell mm -hmm. because the the Doom family was wrapped up in like sorcery mm -hmm. and stuff and she sort of like made a pact with she the She goes devil. to, yep. not H-E-L, not the Nor no, the Norway. No, H-E-L, double hockey sticks. The real, the She's Christian hell. <laughs> I said you. real, but that's not. She is, in, hell, uh, she oh. is burning in the fires of Christian <laughs> hell. Oh, okay, that's okay. right. They, they, um, it's the realm of Mephisto. Right. It, it, but, he's one of the hell lords. Yeah, one yeah. of my yeah. favorite Doctor Doom stories, and this is where you bring in uh, Benny Cumberbatch, is Doctor Doom, every year on his mother's birthday, 
because of his mastery of sorcery. Yes, I forgot this. But this yeah. is a good story yeah. Attempts to breach that realm and get his mother's yeah. soul back every year on her birthday, and he fails. So one year he recruits Stephen Strange, Sorcerer Supreme, and he's like, and you're going to get my together. mom's soul. It's a good so story. So it's Doom, movie. Strange yeah. and Doom, Triumph and Torment, that's the name of that story. Mm -hmm. Damn, that would be so good. What dude. if Cleo was actually Doctor Doom and that was just like a I trick. don't like that, but okay. I'm waiting for Kevin Feige to pull the big the big switch on like a gender swap for one of these characters or something That'd like that. Mean, and a female Doctor Doom would go pretty hard. I well, think. Oh, Oh, it would yes. definitely. I would it, be here for what's that. What's the matter, Hector? A woman can't be a doctor? Is like that the problem? <laughs> I think I'd it would. Okay it. I think yeah. it would drastically change the dynamic between sure. uh, Reed and Victor. I mean, I wanted him to. That's I wanted true. him to do it for Fantastic Reed, yeah. Four. He never would. But I wanted Mrs. Fantastic. Oh yeah. I wanted a and, stretchy Sue Storm and, and an invisible Mrs. Reed oh. Richards. How my adorable goodness. would that be? Oh my goodness. The invisible man. It's a, it writes itself, I, folks. I think it'd be great. I think uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. This is my cop out. I think okay. I'd like to leave the same way my cop out for James Bond is. I'd like to leave Doctor Doom a male character because you can explore. Uh, it's overused, but you can explore like masculinity and how bad it can be because he's supposed to be an example of that's bad. The type of mm -hmm. ego and ambition that can fuel... That yeah, because he's from, unchecked in his country, right? Right. And it comes from the sort of masculine upbringing that he had, mm -hmm. you know, between his father and his mother and all the... And the, even the fact that when he's in college and Reed is like, um, I looked over your numbers and I know you didn't ask me to, but your calculations are wrong. And his ego goes... How dare you? I mean, that is a dick move. That's a that's yeah. a toxic a masculine trait. If he was cool, he would be like, "Oh, you're really smart. Actually, let's look at these numbers together." But that's the whole point of Victor Von Doom. I'm is on Doom side with this one. I'm yeah. on Doom you know, side with this. You're on Doom side with it. That's I'd be fine. like, "Oh, did you look at my numbers? Get the fuck out of here!" <laughs> yeah, right. Which is fine. Which is like, fine because I'm gonna make you know? a robot that looks yeah. like me to kill you. Okay, <laughs> that's how I'm gonna do it. That's that'll be my revenge. Um, that's my revenge. <laughs> so are you are you both then on the Doctor Doom train? I, I mean, I love the idea. It's a great idea. Think and I think it works my pretty only, well. My only sort of trip up, and I think why this conversation is worth having of like, if it's not Doom, then what other options, mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. I think that Doom is a villain like Loki, like Bucky the Winter Soldier, like Magneto, mm -hmm. where that's a Marvel villain that you play the long game. Yeah, yeah, I don't character. want it concluded. Like and, and Thanos, yeah. I love the character of Thanos, but I think everything they did with him in the MCU, I'm like, yeah, that's pretty much all you can get out of Thanos. I don't yeah. want him to come back. I don't Definitely. want more Thanos yeah. stories, right? And he was the Infinity Saga villain. So I'm looking at right now, and they're in the multiverse saga. So I love Doom. Doom, even though he is such a integral part of Secret Wars, mm -hmm. he's also not like a multiverse villain, per se. Yeah. He is... Reality 616, sacred timeline. Right. He's going to bother the Fantastic Four and the Avengers and everybody else for years to come. So that's my only thing is like, maybe if they're just trying to lean into the multiverse thing, they might maybe tease Doom, but not go full on Doom and like do the end yeah. of his story. Because they'll be like, okay, mm -hmm. we're going to use him in the next saga and the saga after that and the saga after that. But I who knows? I definitely want them to stretch him out. Yeah, I think exactly. there's so much potential. Um, you know, do you do you want to? I don't want to like cut you off. Did you want to say that you want to give your Doctor Doom? Well, let's 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 establish what we're gonna do here. Okay. 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 Doom Doom is a great fill-in for Kang. Okay. If they want to make him the big bad, but there's yeah. others out there. We're gonna go through them. Okay. Okay. Evan's gonna monitor the chat. He's gonna run okay, some polls chat. to see who the audience thinks. Okay. 
uh, makes a good replacement. I mean, Doom makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I don't want them like one and done, obviously, yeah. or yeah. three and done. Or however I, many I want a Doctor Doom movie. Yeah. Does anyone in chat agree with me, Evan? Or am I? Yeah, yeah. I, I like those comments from I okay, Hector. Alicia VP yeah. saying, tell Jackie we think Doom could be a great saga villain, not just a movie villain, kind of like yeah, yeah, saga. Sure. sure. Yes, yeah. definitely. Yeah. I mean, I definitely. But that's I, that's I think, what we're talking about because yeah. Thanos was the saga villain, but right at the end yeah. of the end game, Thanos was killed, and then Thanos was dusted, and I don't want that to happen to Doom at the end of uh, uh, Avengers Secret yeah. Wars. You know I what I'm kind saying? of I want Doctor Doom to be like the heroes, like we see them get oh. multiple movies. That that's mm -hmm. what I was saying, not just one movie. For sure. Like now, I'd like Doctor Doom. I I want the title to say yeah. Doctor Doom. Yeah, yeah. I don't want it to be like Doctor Doom is like coming the next body. summer. It's like no Doctor Doom, Doom is the now. Movie. Is this yeah. like one of these? And then hit, and then he reappearing. Yeah. And reappearing. Yeah. Is this like one of these things Disney has done lately where they take these villain stories okay. and they make them like, oh no, here's why they're bad. Your Maleficence, your Cruella. Oh, oh, okay, okay. And my problem mm. is when they do these type of movies, mm -hmm. they're not letting Cruella kill the dogs. You know what I mean? They're, right. they're being like, oh, it's because some dogs killed her no, mom. I, that's I, why she hates dogs. Let me and tell she didn't you really right kill the dogs. Okay. Let me tell she you. By right the way, if you do this Doom movie, yeah. I want him to be bad. Do Yeah, he's got to be. Disney, like, not a nice yeah. person. Disney Sorry. is yeah. not Marvel Studios. Right. And vice versa. So I think Marvel Studios, I think they know the importance of this character. Yeah. I think they they know that this character back in the day in the comics influenced Darth Vader, mm -hmm. the greatest movie villain of all. Like, they know how meaty and how meaningful this character could be. I don't think that they would do a, well, Victor's just misunderstood. That's not the point of Doctor Doom, as we've mm -hmm. talked about. So, yeah, he would kill no, some he, Dalmatians in his movie. Yeah, yeah with, sure. with Victor, it's like... Sadness, yeah. sadness, agony, <laughs> yep. agony, yep. breaking point. It's a yep. fun like, time with the movies, yeah, no, fam. It's like, there's no, um, you know, like, for for example, with Beyonder yeah. um, and Molecule Man, we see them showing good and yes. evil. We see them, they're a roller coaster ride. Sometimes yes. they're like, hey, we're going to help people out because this yep. aligns with my values. No, sometimes we're going to help out. But they can with be manipulated. Doom, it's... You know, like yeah. you're saying, Molecule Man, Owen Reese, and the Beyonders, or the Beyonder, they can easily also be manipulated because they're kind of naive. Yeah. That's not yes. Doom. He can't be manipulated. One of my favorite Doctor Doom stories is a story where he, as a young man, falls in love with a woman in Latveria, mm -hmm. and it's kind of true love. He goes off and becomes Doctor Doom, mm -hmm. comes back, becomes the monarch of the country. She's still alive, and he finds a way to reconnect with her, and reconnects with her, and shows his vulnerability, and they kind of rekindle, and they fall in love again. And at the end, he sacrifices her soul. <laughs> because it was all a game, because he wanted to up his sorcery powers. Yeah, I'm not yeah. even kidding you. He knew no, that, he, he knew that Doctor yeah. Strange was like stronger right, right. than him in sorcery, so he wanted he like entered this this plan where he knew that he would have to kind of like Thanos where he had to like give up the thing he loved and it was his daughter Gamora. Mm -hmm. He genuinely had to fall in love with this woman and vice versa and in order he sacrificed her and then her skin became his new leather armor as he powered Ooh. up in sorcery. Yeah. That's who Doctor Doom is. That's yeah. cute. Doctor Doom is like you obviously you feel bad, like yeah. right. He, he his mom is in yeah. hell. It's bad. His mom's in the hell. His dad like <laughs> tried to save him. He freezes in his arms. He's raised mm -hmm. in this awful country where he's just like seen, you know, c repeated crimes and atrocities, etc. Right. Yeah. But then it's also like you always have the option to choose good, and like that that's kind of what we see in in these stories, right? You yeah. always have the option of choosing good, but with Doctor Doom, he repeatedly chooses evil. Yeah. He becomes a dictator. and he has options to choose good, and he does it, and that's why with Beyonder and Molecule Man, like I was like, I'd love to see this trifecta because it's like in the comics we've seen their stories cross many yeah. a times. They're actually like very like fun, delightful stories. Um, but I do not 
not think Beyonder and Molecule Man have what it takes to be the big bad. Yeah, right. um, yeah. And I, I love both yeah. of them. Mm -hmm. Do you guys mind if I pivot into Beyonder a little bit? Well, we're going to go through these. Sorry, Brandon. No, no, we're going to go through these. We want to give. <laughs> sorry, Evan's like Jackie. Sorry, Evan. No, I'm just here. Off the rails. I'm, I'm just here. Okay. I'm Brandon's existing. existing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we want to give a quick shout out to one of our writers, Eric Francisco, oh. for helping us compile this list of potential right. uh, Kang replacements. Um, Let's kick off, Hector, why don't you kick this one off? Let's okay. talk about Molecule Man. Yeah. Molecule that. Man. Okay. Molecule Man is Owen Reese. He's a big part of Secret Wars in the comics, like Jackie was talking about. Look at there this adorable. Right is that a disco ball? He Cute. provides the source of, <laughs> he, he provides the source of power for Doctor Doom to steal the Beyonder's powers. Okay. So again, he's really tied up into that plot. Maybe in the MCU, uh, because I agree with what Jackie's saying, but if they were to try and build up this character to be like the big bad, maybe this is how it could work in the MCU. Maybe he could be played by a powerhouse actor who could take over from Kang as this ultimate multiversal threat, close to uh, what actor Iman Vellani, she theorized could happen, sort of similar to the comics, right. only that she was saying that like Kang would kind of replace the Molecule Man character in the storyline, but this would be sort of Molecule Man replacing maybe what they're building up to do with Kang, mm -hmm. with this multi, right? Because the thing about Molecule Man is that there's like a Molecule Man in every universe, mm -hmm. and Dr. Doom amasses power yeah. by like going into each universe and sort of taking him out, and then the, the, the power keeps sort of coalescing and so on and so forth. So. It might also be the best way to bring in Doctor Doom and the Beyonders, mm -hmm. uh, the beings who are the actual puppet masters of the easily manipulatable Molecule Man. The trick would be to set up, I think, Owen Reese, this character, in the Fantastic Four film that's supposed to come out before this stuff right. first, because the whole point of his character in the comics is that he's like a second or third tier Fantastic Four villain that they easily deal with. Yeah. Why does he come back and he's this hugely powerful? Because he's so fractured. He's such a like mentally damaged and unstable individual, but you have to start him at this level of like, oh, a C-list villain. We're not before, worried about right, him. Right, before you can just introduce him right. in the movie and go, he's the most powerful. That's the whole thing is that he was, um, he was underestimated. Mm -hmm. So that would be maybe something that they could do in a Fantastic Four movie is show this guy, he comes up because I'm Owen Reese, I'm the Molecule Man. And Reed Richards and the Fantastic Four are able to like contain him or trap him or neutralize that threat. This. Turns yeah. out, mm -mm, it ain't neutralized, baby. Back in Secret Wars, he was the big deal. He was. I like this, this. You know, so that's one possibility to make Owen Reese Molecule Man. And again, it really just comes back down to the actor. If they find an actor mm. that we can love as much as people dug Josh Brolin, Thanos, you know, mm -hmm. they got to do the same thing with Doom too. You have to find these like Hiddleston's Loki. Yeah, is that's because a very of Hiddleston. Good that's, that's why. That's why that character had the longevity that he, that he had. Yeah. So. That's you know, true. You don't think it's a name recognition problem with Molecule Man, and no. I say that only in that like the name Molecule Man is so but, silly. But if you read, but if you read Secret Wars, I think they know that the sort of modern Marvel comics, yeah. and they really revert to continue to call him Reese Owen Reese. Mm. He's and, and it reminds you of his humanity. Yeah, Owen is effed up. Like right. that's what they go back to. Yeah, I and like that idea of like a. Uh, a villain they've kicked around a bunch. Who's yeah. just like, I mean, it's kind of what they're doing with Spot, right? In uh, exactly. Across the Spider-Verse, yes. yes. it's like, Good point. oh, he's no problem, blah, blah, blah. He's, just kidding, he was going around sucking up right. uh, anti-matter. Yep. Yeah, I definitely think that that's the angle with Molecule Man. Like, I, I honestly, like, I personally have a very soft spot for Molecule Man. Yeah. He's like a mama's boy. <laughs> he's trying to find his way. He's deeply insecure. Like, yep. literally in the comics. Yep. Like, Is his mother in hell? 
I know, and his mother's not in hell. But I think a, a group of gentlemen whose mothers are all in hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just pissed off. Yeah. Um, I think they just were like really, really awkwardly close. Oh, okay. Um, and then he was literally so insecure about his powers that he like was like, oh, I need this wand to make them work. When yes. like, he really, oh. he didn't even realize how powerful he yep. was. He mm. like he constantly, I feel like, deals with this like self doubt, self hatred, and um, I just I, I really want to see some thing kind of blossom with Molecule Man because I just kind of like I feel bad for him yeah. um, also Cat Lover he has a romance with Tigra um, and <laughs> oh, oh, literally, literally. Yeah, oh. literally loves cats um, but I and that's another part I love about Molecule Man he has like these great romances and um I, there are romances in MCU, but like I'd love to see like yeah. them go a little deeper on that yeah. stuff. And I feel like for Molecule Man's story, like his romances, like you're talking about Doctor Doom's romances, yeah. and how like he had his romance, yeah. but it was really to get to an end. Like Molecule Man's romances destroy him. Like I didn't right. even bring up Martha. Um, like that that was the one where he was like, I'm I'm freaking done with this. Why did you say that name? <laughs> Why did you say that name? <laughs> I'm kidding. That's a Batman versus Superman joke. Sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, did I do it like a giant spoiler? Oh my god, sorry. No, no, no. But um I, I just think um I don't think Molecule Man could stand on his own. Right. There it's like the name is kind of silly. Mm -hmm. I, I do like what you said though. It was almost like the name is silly so on purpose. we think you less, underestimate yeah. 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 Um but I do I would love to see him be like kind of like some off shoot story of Doctor Doom. I think he would work as like, yeah, someone's using him. Yeah, or using Much a, like in, in the, the Fantastic Four. Like just yeah. having like a Fantastic yeah. Four versus, I could see, I could see yeah. that and I would love that too. And they get rid of him kind of early on and then that movie, the Fantastic Four movie, deals with Doctor Doom or somebody else or Mole Man yeah. or something. Right. And it's really like, oh, audience, don't worry about him. So that a few years later, he they don't say back. Molecule yeah. Man will return right, in no, Avengers <laughs> 5, Molecules Dynasty or something like that. That'd be that. great, that'd be oh my great. Gosh, yeah, that'd be great. It's gonna be incredible. People are gonna go crazy for it. <laughs> Molecule Man Dynasty. The Molecule yeah. Man Dynasty. The Molecule Man what Dynasty. What a terrible title. Uh, tough stuff, tough stuff. <laughs> Evan, does the audience like Molecule Man? We got nine votes for yes as the next big bad and 16 for pass. Oh, Ow, let's for move pass. on I'm to the next one. I, I, right. Like I said, Mole Molecule Man's cute, but I just, I don't know. He's cute. I like him being you. They just want like a badass. <laughs> bad, but yeah. It's just that we just want like a badass well, villain. Well, I mean, right? that's, you know, I, I do want like a capital V villain for this who's mm -hmm. doesn't have some motivation I can empathize with. Like, mm -hmm. I do feel the MCU's done that a lot with Killmonger most famously. Mm -hmm. Even like Wenwu, right? They're like, mm -hmm. this guy's been doing yeah. genocides Lost across centuries. Oh my you know, gosh. But he's just like missing when, his wife and I feel when, bad for him. When Jackie yeah, was yeah. describing this issue of like a villain who you meet in one movie and then by the end of the movie they're gone. Mm -hmm. and you don't spend that much time with him and you're kind of like okay I guess this is the one thing that happened to this villain she was describing Gore the God Butcher right. Christian yeah. Bale I was Great literally actor. that yes. was who I was thinking and it was of. like yes. yeah and I think that he was used fine in that movie like mm -hmm. I enjoyed him in that film but yeah Gore the God Butcher is not this long term Marvel villain yeah. mm -hmm. and you know yes it was sad that he lost his daughter and potentially the rest of his entire but yeah it's like you kind of get that a quick shortcut to the sympathy yeah. Yeah. and then gore's off to the races and it's so, like yeah. you can't just say you know they Doctor didn't say Doom it they evil. showed what happened to his daughter and yes. everything but yeah. it was like it was just so fast there yeah. was no it's like in the prologue yeah it was like truly <laughs> you, you, like, you don't sit down you don't yeah. have to spend time with that character yeah, yeah. you know the way yeah. that we should with a Doctor Doom yeah. but I love what I love about like the high evolutionary was yeah. he was just, he was just a bad dude all the way through yeah. he's got no and motivation that's, that's he's just a too. bad dude that, that was too. one of the ones that we said we wouldn't mind coming back I would love yeah I mean he's in a cage right now on uh not on a live though 
I don't know why. He's yes. in a cage on nowhere, but with his there skin is. flapping around. But, but like that I, actor was impeccable. Was that that honestly yeah. was probably one of the best performances I've seen from for a villain character. Like Very not just a villain character, MCU. Yeah. yeah. Like I uh, that movie, I was crying so much. I don't know what was going on. With Dude, me. people were wrecked <laughs> in that theater. When yeah. They all those baby animals crying. Jesus. Yeah. yeah, it was. Jeez dark. Louise, teeths. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about speaking of teeths. Who's got big teeth? Galactus. Uh, he's a hungry boy. Uh, I mean, wow. this, this is this is again. You got name recognition. Yeah. Uh, you got a sorted past in, in the uh, the Fox Fantastic Four movies. Oh, okay, sure. He we had a, our sorted Doctor Doom in this. He was a cloud. Doctor Doom was fine in those. Mm, no. Uh, you didn't. Mm, bad. It was better than the Doom in the Fan Four stick. Mm. Josh Trank's Doom. <laughs> no. You like that Doom better? Yeah, Toby Kebbell. I think that was a better yeah. talk, but this still nah. both terrible. I like terrible. Julian McMahon as Doom. Terrible. T uh, Nip Tuck? No, gracias. Mm. No thanks. Now, people hate <laughs> the Galactus Storm Cloud sure. in Fantastic Four. Yeah, I great. personally thought it made a lot more sense than Man in Suit. Yeah. Big Hat. Those, those movies yeah. weren't designed to do Man in Suit. Right. Now yeah. the Marvel Cinematic Universe is at a point where, yeah, let's we can do Man in Suit. I you want think Man so in too. Suit. I, I agree. Oh, 100%. Yeah, now, here's my problem Galactus, with, with yeah. a Secret Wars Go Galactus villain. Yes. Is he causing incursions? Is exactly. he mad you're right, because you're incursions right. are taking his he's, lunch away and he can't yeah. eat a planet anymore? Galactus is not gone. a universal threat. He's a planetary yeah. threat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's still a great compelling story, but in Marvel, you have Thanos is a universal threat. You have mm -hmm. the Phoenix Force is a mm -hmm. universal threat. Mm -hmm. And the multiverse incursions and stuff, that's a universal threat. So this is a, a bit of a tough pitch to have this Galactus character. And we were kind of talking about him before we went yeah. live. It's like, he's not very deep, which is great. That's that's how Galactus right. should be used. Yeah, yeah. He's not a character who's gonna pontificate. He's a janitor of the universe. He is a force of nature. <laughs> He is, a, he is a threat for the Fantastic Four to overcome and for them to shine as heroes. He's not somebody who, he also is like the, the reason for like the Silver Surfer existing. And then spinning off of the Silver Surfer, there's a ton of Heralds of Galactus characters that a lot of them are really interesting and cool. So mm -hmm. there's a whole Galactus has Heralds storyline that keeps going in the Marvel Comics universe. But in terms of like, a movie, even I don't know if you can stretch out the coming of Galactus I to like a compelling you. movie. It's 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 too. I, I would rather see. Don't do it. Yeah. Other Fantastic Four villains. I would he's, rather. He's see, one you wrap up in a movie. You're saying. Yeah. Or, or, a saga. or honestly, he's one that maybe you could wrap up in like like imagine this: the beginning of Infinity War when Thanos' children come to Earth and there's a big spinning donut mm -hmm. in New York and mm -hmm. Peter Parker like looks up and they go and deal with these guys. Almost like that, oh, at, the, like that. at the beginning yeah. of an Avengers movie. They're dealing with Galactus. It's almost yeah, like, it's, yeah, it's almost no, like a great idea. heroes in New York kind of show up, and it's really uh, the Fantastic Four that's like, we got this. As yeah. a way to like tell audiences who maybe didn't see the Fantastic Four movie, but they're tuning in for Avengers, the Kang Dynasty, or whatever. Here's the Fantastic Four. They're dealing with Galactus. We see Galactus in his full glory. You know, they get the ultimate nullifier, whatever they want to do, and then the first 20 minutes of the movie, done. Let's move on yeah. to the big show. He's, he's, he's the rhino yeah. of Amazing Spider-Man. Yes. I mean, but then, yeah. but then Galactus can still play a part in other future cosmic space sure. Marvel stuff, mm. as he yes. should, but it's, it's less about him as like a, you know, yeah, he's just not, he doesn't have the depth, which is fine. It's okay. Yeah, it's, it's okay, okay. Galactus. It's like, you know, know yourself. Galactus yeah. knows he's got a big old funky helmet on. He likes to eat. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, you just stay there. Like mm -hmm. you'd be like, you, we don't need to go too deep with him. Also, it's funny because, you know, I have all this research and they made fun of my nose, so I don't care. Made um, fun of, but that's crazy. We're gonna get letters <laughs> about this. Like, Jackie, please be nice to Jackie. They did, they did, they were, 
were they were just like, oh wow, Jackie brought notes. Yeah, we were excited about your notes. Um, it's because I told I'm not good at remembering things, so I was like, okay, let's just make sure I'm I'm ready. And then I didn't look at any. I haven't looked at my notes very much. But anyway, you're doing great. Moving on. What were we talking about? Galactus. Um, I was like, okay, let me do like some research on Galactus mm -hmm. and like the backstory. I was like, this is just I don't know how you're gonna sell this to people. It's, it's you know, well, it's yeah. just, it is very tough to go you, on the you know, fandom these days yeah, and read yeah. a backstory because so yeah. much retconning has happened. That's true and too. You'll start yeah. reading you're like, wait, I've read comics. I don't remember this, but it's yeah. like they've changed so he, much. He might be best used in a movie that's either a sequel or deals with the Eternals. Because yeah. the Eternals mm. has that like universe historical, mm -hmm. but that the birth of the dawn of the universe, the celestials were powering planets and creating life or whatever they want to mm -hmm. do. The best thing about Galactus, in my opinion, the best thing is that he is supposed to be the last surviving member of a humanoid type race, basically humans, from the universe that came before this. That's a really compelling idea. Mm -hmm. But you can't just base a whole movie around that being his backstory, that he was a scientist, kind of like a Reed Richards, where his world was dying, his whole reality universe was dying. He gets this experimental ship. He's trying to punch through the sort of like death of his reality. And then he's able to punch through. He comes out on the other side and his ship turns into almost this womb. And then like he's in our early, early, early universe right after the Big Bang. He was in the Big Bang. And then eons pass and then he like emerges as this new life form. Mm -hmm. And he sometimes has memories of this past life, sometimes not. So like that's cool. But that's the kind of shit you see in an Eternals movie. You know, as, as they're sort of going, right. as, as somebody's explaining this, this is who Galactus is. He was known as Galen and he came from, you know, like, yeah. okay. But you don't want that to be the whole movie. I don't think... Like going deep into Galactus's yeah, backstory, exactly. and like, like I just don't, don't think that's gonna serve the it's audience. It's not at all. rewarding. I do, it's just like, oh, okay. <laughs> I think the best way you you said it best is like he's got to get like twenty a twenty minute like yeah. fight big fight scene, and it can be sad. Like we can you can yeah. he can be like I lost everything, and like now I just feel this hunger, <laughs> right, right, and you're right. ants, and I I need to eat. You yeah. know, like yeah. I I like we don't have to make like okay. I feel like there's two. You can totally lean into the comedy, right? You could be like Galactus yeah. is wearing this big old helmet, and he's like kind of just hungry all the time. Are you saying Jack Black as Galactus? Done. All right, Jackie. That's pretty you good. Got it. That's pretty good. Yeah. But I'm saying like there's options. You could definitely lean like super comedic, or you yeah. could be like you know he's just like starving, and he's yeah. like you're ants to me. Like yeah. I just I gotta eat. It's it just the you know? whole thing feels similar to how like the Celestials were treated in that movie Eternals because mm -hmm. they were beings that were like we have to do this for universal. Balance. Right. We're trying to have babies here. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't like they had personalities yeah. or you know it's just yeah. like this is how the universe must yeah. be yeah which is these huge heady concepts and that's cool but it's what we do to cows and pigs and chickens every day we're just yeah. like sorry <laughs> we gotta eat no but yeah we created you, know? you oh, and we will destroy you evan what's the poll result <laughs> yeah uh so we've got um uh 15 for yes and seven for pass oh, oh so galactus oh. made it through and molecule man did it it's yeah. that name it's the oh, name. name the people it don't like is. the name they don't like the name, the name. uh well oh. let's talk about something that's triggering on this channel sometimes. The big <laughs> M himself, Mephisto. Oh my gosh, we haven't even tapped into This is like new Rockstar signature villain pitch right here. Mm -hmm. uh, Evan will run a poll on this one. You know, Marvel could finally be leaning into the supernatural, which they've done a little bit by introducing Mephisto. I feel like this whole, this multiverse saga has gotten more into the supernatural, especially yep. with like the Scarlet Witch. Mm. Werewolf by Night. Werewolf by Night, mm. all that all that kind of good stuff. We're gonna have Agatha's show. Oh, Ironheart so is supposed to be a mix of magic and science. Doctor Strange's movie. Doctor Strange. Yeah, magical. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he was also in the Ghost Rider movies. Uh, was he though, really? You know. Oh, whatever. <laughs> we'll count it. Uh, 
Check not, the fandom. If it's on not, the fandom, it's real. I know we had Peter Fonda and then and then what was it, Kieran Hines? But it's like that gorgeous red look. We have never yeah. had that. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, we you that. know, the yeah. big rumor is that Sasha Baron Cohen will be playing Mephisto in the upcoming Ironheart series. Yeah. Uh, you know, we were talking about it before the show. I think there's a lot of love for Mephisto. Yeah. He's yeah. like kind of a wild character. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. Uh, you know, making him the big villain of Secret Wars, I don't know. He wasn't even the big villain of, if you read like the Infinity, Infinity Gauntlet comic book, but mm -hmm. he was there, he had a presence. He was whispering in Thanos' ear and stuff. So like, he does feel like he's, um, he's almost like uh, Jafar before he gets the full <laughs> genie powers. You know okay. Okay. Of, like, like he's got like evil machinations and he's whispering in the Sultan's ear. Mm -hmm. This is the sort of character that he is. I don't know if he has the ambition to like destroy every reality. I, I definitely think an argument can be made for Mephisto. Um, I mean, like, he, I, we were talking earlier, you know, like, he, in ways, could be considered the most powerful because he can come back whenever evil arises. So, like, yeah. he he is unalived or disappears or vanishes or whatever, but as soon as evil creeps up, like, he's able to come back. Um, and, so, and I also, like, think that there's lots of things we could do. I know, like... It's probably been linked to WandaVision, right? Because mm -hmm. like part of Mephisto in the comics was allegedly Tommy and Billy, though I know yeah. Tommy and Billy are gone, but like who knows, maybe they could some, make some wild they could still put it there. in there. Yeah, but yeah. like I think Mephisto, it's I'm I'm very interested in how Sasha Bear and Cohen's like Mephisto is going to be like is it gonna be, I, mm -hmm. I don't want him to be super goofy. Like mm -hmm. I want him to be kind of like the CEO, not like Kingpin, but it's got to be like okay. a little gosh. Like I get like a Giancarlo Esposito kind of vibe. Oh, like it's like, yeah. like I want him to be like, you respect him, but he has these mo like unhinged moments, mm -hmm. right? And um, I think that he could also have a lot of connections to some great baddies. Like we haven't gotten into the Beyonder yet, but like Mephisto gets like pissed off at Beyonder like numerous times, right? To correct me if I'm wrong, because you seem like you really know right. this stuff. But I like, you're right. I think like, first of all, we haven't talked about Beyonder at all, but he's just like this powerful We're saving baby. Beyonder. Yeah. He's, he's coming. Like, a powerful baby, but then like he messes up Mephisto's plans all the time. So, like Beyonder was like, I just want to get rid of death. I'm going to get rid of death. Yes, and then Mephisto's like, that. what the? That's, You're messing I up my plan that. here. You I just destroyed that. yeah. That's my job, man. There, and then there's some, and <laughs> yeah. then like he, and then um, and then Beyonder's like, you know what? I want to be immortal. I don't want to yeah. be this being anymore. And he becomes immortal. And then like Mephisto's like, dude, like I don't know why it messed up his plan, but Mephisto yeah. comes back up again and is like, hey, like you're you're really like messing up like my game plans. <laughs> I, so I know, feel like there could be a really good dynamic there. You just, Jackie, you just you gave me a casting idea. Okay. Because as we're talking about the Marvel Universe's yeah. version of the devil, Mephisto, yeah. I was thinking of, because you were like, how should he be? Should he be too goofy? Should he be a little bit yes, serious? Yeah. My my go-to for a cinematic Satan is always going to be Elizabeth Hurley in Bedazzled. I'm sorry. Okay. Oh my God, Elizabeth Hurley! She's the, she was so playful and great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there were a few moments where she was unhinged and she was messing with Brendan Fraser and being yeah. like, you're, you are nothing, you're an ant. Yeah. So that could be kind of a Mephisto vibe. And then I was like, what if Brendan Fraser is the Beyonder? How fun oh would God, that be? How would that be? <laughs> you need somebody naive and kind of really yes. lovable. And he just has like ultimate power and he's just like, I just want to, you know, I don't, I don't know anything. And he has like other characters need to teach him stuff. So maybe now I'm on the Brendan Fraser is the Beyonder train. I kind of oh, okay. love that he cast. He definitely has the essence, right? Yeah. Like, and and we again, I'm sorry, I didn't bring it up Beyonder. I, I don't think like Mephisto 
like should be slept on though. I, I yes. think that like there's some I, potential there. I know that there was like something written in the notes that like you know it's Marvel and Disney and like people are worried because he's like Satan or whatever. But it's like more like oh. he needs to be this. He he can be this like demon, evil, just kind mm -hmm. of villain. You know what I mean? Like we don't have to get like too caught up or tied up with that. You right. know? He um he has uh, tons of powers like teleportation, can manipulate stuff, manipulates people. Oh, my God, we haven't even talked about that. You know, mm -hmm. like he manipulated Spider-Man into, you know, getting rid of the marriage with Mary Jane. We don't talk about that story. Oh okay, gosh. sorry. No, but like he he is able to yeah. get yeah. heroes and villains in vulnerable moments yep. and make them make awful decisions for his benefit. And, and, and that's think, super, and think about this. you know. Think about this. Yeah. Stephen Strange tried to help Peter Parker recently. Mm -hmm. Oh, it, yes. And it backfired on him. What if Peter Parker gets approached by a Sasha Baron Cohen and he goes, wouldn't you like it if MJ remembered who you were? Do you think Peter would make that deal? Boom, the devil is now involved with Spider-Man. Yeah. But like in a way that maybe won't make everyone mad. So Yeah, we'll exactly. That's that's the thing I think with Mephisto is like yeah. they're, they're going to have to figure out ways to work around that. Yeah. But I think if they establish that like the incursions fuel his like hell dimension or something like that. Yeah. There's too many universes Things, and he needs to consolidate. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that. And I, I would love it if he wasn't like you know, the maniacal mastermind behind it all the whole time, but it's like, you don't know that he's behind it all. Sure. And to your point, he's yeah. manipulating heroes to make bad decisions. And manipulating villains too. And villains, yeah. yeah. And especially someone like Stephen Strange, who is a problem. Doctor yeah. Strange is bad in every says. universe. Yeah, he's, he's got a the, bad the dude. Third eye. Yeah, he's yeah. always making dumb decisions. <laughs> yeah. he, he was just given he's, he's, Sorcerer Supreme in like two days. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. Yeah, yeah. He's a problem, get rid of him. Can that rant please be put on TikTok? Someone clip that. I say it all the time, he is the problem in yeah. every I University that's what his, that's what his movie said. We check it on the 838, the most peaceful dimension ever. And yeah. they're like, Dr. Strange was screwing stuff up. Yep. Come Honestly, on. though, that, like, we could totally have Mephisto manipulating Dr. Strange and Spider-Man. And that could be, easy I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, easy, easy. They're kind of like easy targets. Evan, what's, the, Evan? Evan. what's the poll result? Yeah. All, right, All right, so we've got 44 for yes for Mephisto. Oh, Everyone 44? up for Mephisto. Wow. People well, sharing no the no's? That's, that's There were zero no's? There was, there was 12 passes. Oh. That's the power of Eric Voss right there, folks. That's <laughs> that, is, that is right there. Thank you. Mephisto's well, cool. Before we finally get to the Beyonder to make Jackie mm -hmm. very happy, Yay. we wanted to thank uh, some of our sponsors today, especially Lucy for sponsoring today's episode of the break room. What is Lucy? Well, Lucy is upping the nicotine pouch game with breakers. With a mini liquid capsule inside each breakers, you get a satisfying pop and instant flavor. No more weak flavors that don't last. Breakers are different. This is what a little packet of Lucy looks like. It's nicotine gum, hello. It comes in four or eight milligrams of tobacco-free, 100% pure nicotine, hello. and in six <laughs> delicious flavors. Uh, unique ones like apple ice or espresso or classic flavors we all know, mint, mango. The classics, folks. Uh, break up with your dusty gas station pouches and go to lucy.co slash breakroom and use promo code breakroom to get 20% off your first order. Lucy offers free shipping and has a 30-day refund policy Ooh. if you change your mind. That's lucy.co and use code breakroom to get 20% off and always free shipping. Now here comes the legal fine print. I've got to say, Lucy products are only for adults of legal age and every order is age verified. Yep. Warning, this product contains nicotine and nicotine is an addictive chemical. Thanks again to Lucy for sponsoring this episode of The Break Room. You know how they check the age is they go, did you play Jurassic Park on Sega? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's how they What know. did the T-Rex say? <laughs> they and say, who was the villain in the Care Bears movie? And then you yeah. say that, Ooh. and they go, well, you're way over We're the age. We're way yeah. too yeah. old. Like, you're way like, too so old. So you should go to a doctor. You're too yeah, old you're to be sure. have, you, have you checked your back? Yeah. How's your back? You're up for a prostate you know, exam. I got bad news. For real, though, 
like people were like, oh, I back pain, my knee hurts. I'm mm -hmm. like 36, almost almost 37. I'm like, dude, like they didn't warn us enough. They like, I literally woke up this morning and my lower back was hurting and I was just like, where did this come from? When I was in line skating in, as a kid and my mom was like, where are your knee pads? I was like, screw you, mom. Yeah. Should have worn those knee pads. Should have worn the knee pads. Oh my we gosh. Did, we didn't believe our didn't elders. Believe. And, our bones and are now fragile. we're elders and we're like, dang. We ate Lunchables real. as children and now our bones are balsa wood, basically. True, dude. Hey, check out nerdriot.shop. We have some great break room merch coming out very soon, but we also have a ton of great designs on the site. Uh, we got our best bubs shirt on there right now. Uh, I'm Aww, wearing the, their best bubs, folks. Uh, get ready for Deadpool 3. You've only got a few months. Uh, grabbing merch from Nerd Riot is a great way to support the break room and all the work we do at New Rockstars Network. So either click the link in the description below or head on over to nerdriot.shop and pick some up today. We are doing our X-Men rewatch series right now. Uh, and we're going to have some uh, special X-Men themed merch coming Aww. to the shop very soon. Check it out. Nerdriot.shop. Jackie, tell us about the okay, Beyonder. Sorry, the only reason why I laughed was because Evan put in the prompter Beyonder in like size 200 yeah, font. Yeah, it was huge. Yeah. Like it was, it was Beyonder. Huge. We're getting to Beyonder. Gosh, yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, well, you know what, Hector? Tell me if I'm wrong on this backstory here. <laughs> okay. Basically, this is Jackie's unhinged telling of here Beyonder. Here we go. Okay, Beyonder is a big powerful baby and he comes <laughs> from this i think it's race right called the beyonders yeah and um they're basically epic af like they're like extremely powerful they're probably on the level i don't know quite celestials this level, is, but they this is be like an like, argument you he, get into with everyone more. he says higher okay so but like, celestials like, exist outside of the multiverse okay. they're so right. powerful but here's the deal i think <laughs> i think the beyonders are like the architects of reality like okay yeah, the beyonders are like really really high which up, firmament yeah. were they involved which so this is where it gets weird because <laughs> even though they're like that high up yeah so i don't really know how this goes down but basically <laughs> like okay there was like some cosmic cube they wanted to create and like molecule man molecule man messing things up Heard here see you think molecule man don't yep. sleep a molecule man and he's like working at acme and it's like some i don't even know laboratory whatever messes something up and it just like messes up the cosmic cube and it turns into this powerful baby beyonder cube. and then molecule man oh, and beyonder right, they right. link up and they have like all these issues because they're yeah. like supposed to be together so anyways there's this like super powerful baby comes to earth and is like so excited and like just imagine you know someone being so powerful but they don't even know to use how to use the bathroom mm -hmm. like spider-man actually teaches beyonder how to use the bathroom yep because he goes i think and gives him a hot dog or something he's like well you've never eaten food here's food and he's like this is delicious and then he was like i don't feel good and peter was like you got to take a shit bro and he's like what is shit and peter has to like teach him how to take a shit i literally just read that like yeah. two days ago yeah, it is it's pretty much exactly you expect what parents to take their children to this movie this, in the this, summer this is a, this okay. is something that happened in a comic series called secret wars Two, when yeah. they did a sequel, the first Secret Wars, the Beyonder was this omnipotent being and he yeah. had a battle world and all this stuff. In the sequel series, the Beyonder decides to come to Earth mm -hmm. and be like, well, I want to be immortal. Yeah. I want to yeah. be, I want to live like a human. Cause I like them, I admire them. They're so cool. Yeah. And Peter had to cute. teach him how to poop. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, Hector is, is like, this is a really good transition from what Hector's saying. Because like, what you love about Beyonder is that like, he is just like us. Like he is just trying mm -hmm. to figure out humanity and how to get through life. And his whole journey is this journey of self-discovery, right? So he like, he falls in love and Dazzler breaks his heart. Dazzler. And then he's like- Allison. He, and he's like, how, he, he's, he's heartbroken. We all know what it's like. I mean, like you don't want to date the Beyonder though. 
I mean, yeah, I mean, you gotta I, teach him how to poop. Yeah, yeah, you're right. There's a, there's yeah. a lot you're gonna of... be like, oh, you remember on season two of The Wire? He's like, I haven't watched The Wire, and you're like, oh my god. He would, <laughs> he would absolutely fail the orange peel test because you'd be like, Beyonder, honey, would you peel this orange for me? And he'd be like, what is orange? And you're like, oh my god, why am yeah. I dating this guy? Okay, in Dazzler's defense, there's a lot of reasons why she probably didn't want to date Beyonder, but like, yeah. okay, he, 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 you know, he, he just experienced his life, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, and then he, um. You know, he he like re he tries to help people. He tries to enlighten people, and he, it's like not working. And then he's like, "Well, why do I exist then?" He's like, yeah. "I don't even want to be here." It's like he's having this like constant existential crisis and asking himself questions that I think, frankly, like we all ask ourselves all the time. Yep. And so it's like, it is kind of all highly exaggerated. But then you you just end up empathizing with him mm -hmm. because you're just like, man, I've been heartbroken. I've felt like, why do I even exist? I wanted to just eliminate death. Can we just get rid of, like he does stuff and you're like, honestly, like, I just feel bad. I feel yeah. bad for you. And he's, so he's a multiversal yeah. threat. Mm -hmm. yeah. But he's the type of multiversal threat that heroes would have to save or help in a way where they're helping them. You don't just fight right. the Beyonder, you, like you fight Thanos or like, you know, if there's no physical component to that cause he's just gonna win. So it's it, about, containing it's about getting to the humanity yeah. so in this hypothetical yeah. they set up the beyonder as the big yeah. villain for these next two avengers movies sure. at secret wars and it, this is this is a situation where like <laughs> the beyonder is doing this on purpose or he's accidentally creating these incursions and all the villain or all the heroes are and villains are getting together to be like beyonder you gotta stop okay uh, it could be a little of that i mean we're what, simplified it but it could be a little what of was that. Like, hector first movie's battle world yeah, that's, First a, that's one way to do it. World. That's one way to do it. Set up Battle World yes. and then conclude Battle World. Yes, and the second movie is more about the uh, the teams of Avengers trying to get to the heart of Battle World. The, the, is there a the movie in between? The... No, maybe mm. not. Because I think the, I mean, the schedule's yeah. cocked right now, right? Sure, 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 sure. But I, I think in the original plan, there was a year in between those two movies uh -huh. and maybe a movie in between them. I don't know. I could be making that up. Mm -hmm. uh, but who knows where they're at now with that whole schedule. It's hey, listen, all crazy. It's, it's, it is. It's like uh, Avengers Infinity War takes place in 2018. It was mm -hmm. released in 2018. Mm -hmm. A year goes by and then Endgame comes out. Right. And that's supposed to pick up right after Infinity War. Mm -hmm. um, but there were still a few movies that, took, that were released in between as they're right. kind of filling in the gaps or whatever so they could still do avengers 5 mm -hmm. going into avengers 6 release some projects in between those don't necessarily have to take place in between the you sure, know what I'm saying? Sure. it's part one and part two sure could be but creating like battle world is pretty intense yeah to then be like oh but before that happened yeah, yeah. let's check in on the internals yeah see what they're up to. And it's like ah, i don't got time for that yeah evan do you have a thought Okay, uh, so the poll uh, went interestingly. It, it kind of split uh, <laughs> uh -oh. with, with 15 pass and uh, nine for yes. So here's another thing I've seen. I can't take credit for it. I've seen this rumor or this sort of fan speculation, mm -hmm. fan casting, and I think it's kind of smart because okay. it loops in the 2015 Fantastic Four film directed okay. by Josh Trank, which okay. was awful. But yeah, I that, was like, movie, okay. that movie's cast was also miscast. But sure. that movie had an actor named Miles Teller who played Reed Richards. Mm -hmm. okay. He was in Top Gun Maverick. He's, mm -hmm. he's, he's a big deal right now. But I didn't love his take on Reed, but that's exactly the point. The character right. of the maker from Marvel Comics originally came from the Ultimate Universe of comic books, like Ultimate Spider-Man. So that's where Miles Morales originally, yeah. originally mm -hmm. came from. But this is what he ends up looking like. He is a younger Reed Richards, because he started in oh. Ultimate Fantastic Four, when they were mm -hmm. all kind of younger. Okay. Really great series start. I thought it was a great take on their origin, and it was just straightforward Fantastic Four. At one point, Reed, this young guy, gets some, trapped in some sort of a time loop or something. Typical thing happens, kind of like Groundhog Day, lives thousands of years, becomes evil, and 
is so evil that he also, in his universe, is aware of the incursions. The same way that uh, characters in like the 616 are aware of the incursions before the Secret Wars thing. So he does everything in his power to ensure that his universe, reality 1610, mm -hmm. also survives. So he's planning stuff, he's making sure people are dying, and he's even going so far as to destroy other realities before they can right. do the incursion. Mm -hmm. He even jumps over to our universe, 616, and teams up with the bad guys there. They have like an evil Illuminati called the Cabal, right. which includes Thanos, because he was still alive, but also like Namor the Submariner. And I, I like, love that about Namor, he like switched over. He's yes. like, my Illuminati, like, I'm going over to bad. Yeah, because <laughs> the bad Illuminati were, were realizing, because like T'Challa and Reed and all of the heroes were on the good Illuminati, mm -hmm. and they were mm -hmm. like, we have to destroy realities to ensure that our survival. Yeah, we one can't point, do that. They went, we, we can't cross yeah, that yeah. line. Namor was like, F y'all, that's the way <laughs> we gotta get this done. He is on this team, they start doing that. The maker communicates with them and helps them do that and like teams up with them and hops over. So I've seen online people say, what if they brought back Miles Teller mm. okay. in this multiverse movie? And it is the same, supposed yeah. to be the same Reed Richards mm -hmm. from this 2015 failed Fantastic Four movie that didn't go anywhere, but he's now the evil version. And it's like, you get a little bit of nostalgia the same way we have seen with you know, Toby and Andrew, Spider-Man's yeah, coming totally. back. You're yeah. like, those are from other movies. Yeah. You know, we just saw Kelsey Grammer or heard him as the Beast mm -hmm. in the Marvels. And you get the nostalgia of like, that's the Beast from the other movies that I know yeah. of. So here comes Miles Teller. I know he's a great actor. I know he could play this version of Reed because mm -hmm. he kind of played an unlikable one I didn't even like anyway. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, lean into that. And then he and his machinations are part of the the, the storyline that basically maybe he kills all the different Kangs. Maybe he he, he puts he pushes Doctor right idea. he pushes Doctor Doom idea. out of the way so mm -hmm. that it's all about him. And at the end of Secret Wars, when the heroes defeat him and take him out, you're never going to see Miles Teller, Fantastic Four, Reed Richards again. But that's fine. Mm -hmm. And then maybe like our Reed, whoever it's supposed to be, rumored to be Pedro Pascal, whoever mm -hmm. is the type the type of character that can kind of step into that role and but maybe still has to deal with heroes that are untrusting of him because they're like dude your other younger self That's went fun. evil anyway there's just yeah. a bunch of stuff that that character could drawing from the comics introduce into the mcu secret yeah. wars i like the idea of like a character who's already been dealing with this problem yes it's like they just came to us now it's like okay you guys are next yeah i gotta take you oh, out he was that. like i've been yeah. killing reality since 2015 yeah, yeah. you guys <laughs> are late to the game ended. you guys are late to the game oh so okay the major wouldn't necessarily be like the new big bad but he could be like a big villain is what you're saying yeah and he's again he's like a thanos where at the end of secret wars they he's defeat done. him. They yeah. kill him. He's done. Whatever. You're not going to keep him going. Yeah. Unlike like a Doctor Doom. Unlike a, you know, whatever. And it, it would be interesting to establish for any of this, like, big bad that, like, they were manipulating Kangs to create the... True. It yeah. could be. Create the conditions for them to come in and, like, scoop it just, up. It just leans into the whole multiverse saga. Because it's right. a bad guy from another universe. Yeah. Like they kind of did in the comics. Yeah. So. I like that. That's yeah. cute. I like that. Nostalgia. Uh, yeah. So we got a lot of people saying yes for that one. 52 oh. yeses. 52? Oh. Damn. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's like a lot of people watching. Yo, don't watching. sleep in nostalgia. <laughs> don't sleep. I, I mean, honestly, whenever you have the opportunity to revisit yeah. any character, people just get so hyped. I so. just picture that it's a bunch of 25-year-olds right now that are like, I saw that Fantastic Four movie when I was like 12 or 15. It's awesome. Like they were like, that. it's great. <laughs> okay. There were things to like about it. Yeah. There were things to not like about yeah. it. Yeah. I was just thinking fair. about how young they were when they saw it. They and were, yeah. How unyoung. Don't anyway, cry out loud. <laughs> All right, oh, let's talk about. Oh, let's talk about another M villain, Magneto. Oh. Uh, look at him. 
what a what a gorgeous uh, boy. Now, I, I I would steal a page from your book, Hector, yes. and say like this is a Magneto from a different universe. You're doing Ian McKellen. You're doing Fastbender. Well, I don't oh. know. I, 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 I think you don't even take them. Maybe you take one of them. Sure, they're both okay. great. They both okay. did a great yeah, job with the role. Great, yeah. They're the same Magneto, so I don't know if you do Young Magneto, Old Magneto, but a Magneto. Mm -hmm from a universe where there are mutants yep. and there have been mutants. Yep. There's no mutants in the 616. Don't say that they've been hiding, that they're there now. No, they're just not there, I don't like right? Okay. I don't like and he, and this Magneto has been carving up universes, maybe manipulating his, his daughter Wanda <gasps> to help carve up universes. Go on. Trying to find a safe home for his mutants. This is a Magneto who is like oh. fully against any homo sapien. And he's like, oh. homo he's superior is gonna take over. Mutants, he's trying right? to find a safe home for mutants. And he doesn't want to destroy the 616. He just wants to destroy the non-mutant, all the living beings in the 616 <laughs> and oh. park his mutants here on our planet. I this like this. This is gonna be his home now, right? Yeah. Uh, and all the mutants that are aligned with him are aligned with him. There are no mutants trying to stop him. So oh. maybe some of our heroes that we've seen before are actually aligned with this Magneto because they're from a universe where they're fully on his side. Oh, so that like they fully CG, bought it. That CG beast, uh -huh. CG voiced by, beast, voiced by yeah. Kelsey Grammer, next to the binary character played mm -hmm. by uh, uh, Lashana Lynch, they're like, we're with this Magneto. Yeah, what if that's Dang. the reveal? That like, what? and Charles is in on it too. Yeah. He's like, let's go. Yeah. Oh my Ooh. God. And these I are just that. like you and here to take over. You know, before you <laughs> created this amazing plan, I was yeah. kind of like, man, are people like kind of magnetoed out? Which I honestly, oh. I love Magneto. Yeah. Like I, I think Magneto, you know, we were talking about some of the greatest villains, but Magneto is one of the He's greatest great. yes. villains, period. Like I agree. MCU, DCEU, we're just talking villains. And um, just like, the fantastic acting that we saw from Sir Ian McKellen and from Michael Fassbender. It's just like, I don't know who would play this version, yeah. but it's like, you gotta have someone who has like that intense- Jack Black. <laughs> yeah, Jack Black. Definitely Jack Black. Come but, but honestly, before your proposal, I was kind of like, eh, I don't know about my Magneto, but like, you just thought of a really creative way to bring him back, playing the nostalgia. You don't need a Magneto that's here on the 616, because mm. he's, it wouldn't make yeah. sense. But one who's like already okay. all yeah, the way powered up. And it's just ripping the nickel out of the earth. Uh, is nickel it, magnetic? I don't think it is. I just want to shout out this person. I'm not sure if you suggested this, Jackie, but Latin Blue said, if you want to mess with people, Aaron Taylor Johnson as Magneto. Oh, what? Oh, okay. okay. What? He's like <laughs> from Godzilla 2014. <laughs> I don't know about that. Hmm. Possible. Um, that would be confusing. But <laughs> that would be confusing. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I love hearing what people think. They yeah. casting so hard. You yes, know what it I mean? Is, like yeah. you were talking about for Beyonder. It's Dude. like who who could you find who is like extremely powerful, but then you're just like. Oh my gosh, and the every the, time the, you're the tricky, them, you know? Honestly, shout out to Sarah Finn and her casting company and the casting people that, that have worked in Marvel Studios projects up mm -hmm. to this point, from Iron Man all the way to now. Because mm -hmm. they are the unsung heroes of this franchise. Yeah, that's they, they find people, yeah. sometimes they find the celebrities that fit perfectly, Anthony Hopkins is Odin, and sometimes they find those lesser known actors, you know, Tom Holland had done a movie but mm -hmm. they find them and you're like, God, that's the character. You yeah. could do a backflip. Have you, you seen do, that? This boy, this British British boy does a backflip? can do a backflip like Good. it's no big deal. So everything we're talking about, it all it just really boils down to that. These characters that I want them to be serviced, like like done justice, Doctor Doom or Mephisto or Molecule Man yeah. or even Galactus. Like how and do you villain find- villain casting is the hardest. It is, yeah. man. I heard rumors so. they were gonna do um, Javier Bardem as Galactus. Mm -hmm. And you hear that and you go, that would work. What a difficult, like it's He just, was great as King Triton. 
He yeah. was the only one in that movie that was fully bought in. And he was like, I'm King Triton, dude. Yeah. He was great. Yeah. Until the end when him. he comes out of the water and he looks yeah. insane. Yeah. It's just some uh, Javier Bardem love. Uh, yeah. There are only like two or three villains in my entire life where mm. I saw them on camera and it literally, me sitting as an audience member, felt completely chilled to my core. No like country I was like, for I old men. no country for old men. Little like, Mermaid, King Train. Yeah. He's the villain. And, and Little Mermaid, yeah, obviously that one. And his and character then, Salazar um, from Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell Ooh, No Tales. Yeah. Oh. He was great. Yeah, Salazar. but he, he can definitely play a great villain. Uh, what does his chat say about Magneto? Uh, we got uh, 25 yeses and four passes. So. I, people love Magneto. Yeah. As soon as you said that, it, yeah. you actually, when you brought the nostalgia effects, yeah. I was like, dude, I don't know, people would be happy to see I, that. I think they yeah. would. Do we need yeah. to power through this next one? I can, yeah. I can go through this real yes, quick. Do it. Next potential pitch for taking over Kang as a big bad, Erishim and the Celestials. There he is. Erishim. The judge. Was at the end of the Eternals movie. I'm maybe pitching this because it's like, are we going to get an Eternals 2? I think the movie was moderately successful, not a huge, huge hit. Maybe, maybe. they're going to fold in the Eternals storyline stuff into the bigger picture. And maybe the Celestials can be mm -hmm. that planetary threat, kind of like a Galactus. Mm -hmm. Maybe even a multiverse threat, kind of like you were saying in the comic books, the Celestials... Sometimes they're depicted as they also exist outside of they, reality. They, so it's like, oh, yeah. shit. They created the multiverse. They yes. exist outside of They exist in each one of them. Yes. You kill the Arishem in our universe, he just, like, respawns. Like, right. So, so they could kill off our universe and still be alive. That that threat can maybe unite the heroes and bring in the Eternals characters, the mm -hmm. sort of remaining Eternals characters, or even from a multiverse or from other pockets of the universe, bring in the Eternals characters who died. Like, what's his name? Icarus from, uh, He's from not Game dead. of Thrones. The one who punched not dead. the sun. We didn't or, see him die. Or He's the, not dead. the great uh, Gilgamesh, that actor from uh, Train to Busan, the fantastic mm -hmm. Korean actor. Yeah, I think yeah. his name is Don Lee. That's his uh, his like Hollywood name, not his uh, the Korean uh, sort of South Korean actor name. But anyway, it might be a way to bring in those characters and loop them into the Guardians of the Galaxy, the right. other Earth heroes, whatever you're going to do. Could you do. imagine so, Eternals coming from every planet? Yeah, absolutely. In, in so our it universe? A, it could just be a big uh, universal thing, world-ending threat. The Celestials yeah. could be there. I'm not as so, compelling as villains. So, no. what would it be like, celestial judgment, or like, well, what's? Okay, yes. I under, so, yes. what's? Yeah, what's the angle though? But, uh, I, I'm gonna be harsh. Go for it. I find the whole celestials, eternals, like, kind of like meh. Like, it's, it's, they're they're very cool, beautiful beings, but it's just like. It's kind of like the fact that they're like so perfect. I'm just like, okay, you're, you're just, like, I don't you're, know. You're describing you know? the Eternals, even from the comics, even from the 70s, yeah. when Jack Kirby created them. Yeah. Yeah. The best thing about the Eternals is those are those heady concepts. Yeah. And it's basically Jack Kirby, who was this really rad dude, who read a bunch of fun books, uh, kind of philosophy books in the 60s and 70s. Uh, Chariots of the Gods was one of them, where at one point writers were speculating, what if the pyramids were made by aliens? And eventually, people debunked all that shit. They're like, no, all of the amazing, right. cool, mysterious things about human, you know, history, humans did that. Yeah. But it's Jack not Kirby, a cool way, but yeah, he just he just kind of bought into that idea. So these characters have always been sort of tricky to connect to. Sure. Your Circe yeah. and your Icaruses and your yeah. you know Macari, all that other stuff. So they just hired really good-looking actors. They hired really funny, charismatic people. Your Kumail Nanjiani's and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So do I want them to be like the next? major stars of the MCU. No, not really. Yeah. But I want like Gemma Chan to come back. Like right. I, I want yeah. them to find ways to use these characters in cool and interesting ways. I mean, her character Cersei, she was in the Avengers in 90s comics for a long time, had a mm -hmm. relationship with Dane Whitman, the Black Knight. Mm -hmm. There's some stuff you can do there, but I'm not trying to pitch them as like, well, they're the next Spider-Man. I don't yeah. know too many people whose favorite Marvel characters are the Eternals, but somebody out there 
watched that movie and they went they went kingo is my new favorite marvel hero that's great yeah that's great i hope we can see him so that's why i'm like maybe they can just be folded into kind of a larger avengers thing that's really the pitch yeah they're just like so cool and so yeah. perfect. And you're yeah. just like, I think it makes it a little mm -hmm. bit hard to relate to them. And even Airsham, like, I was like, okay, yeah. you're like, you're just really badass and all powerful. And, huge, and like, you and, ju yeah. do judgment on on humanity, or not humanities, I guess just like yeah. worlds. And yeah. you're like, hey, you get to exist, you don't. It's just like, I guess heady is the right word. It's yeah, just like so it. above me. Like, sometimes, I'm like, I want something like Sometimes you I smoke guess. a little doobie. Yeah. And you like <laughs> having. <laughs> You like having these kinds of conversations. Yeah. That's I all. mean, the concept of universes <laughs> colliding into each yeah. other is heady too, yeah. right? So yeah. they, it would make sense for them to be around at all. Okay, Evan, now, besides Doom, who's the easy choice? Who's the most likely to be like the next big bad out there? So, so for just going by chat, like uh -huh. it looks like the Maker and Mephisto one. I okay. think a lot of people oh. a lot of people were really Maker. sold by uh, by Hector's pitch, but what do you guys think out of everything we've talked about today? I like I like the idea of like a combo, right? Where you yeah. were talking about like Beyonder yeah. and Doom manipulating Molecule Man. Like I, I love oh, a fake out where we think it's someone and it was yes. actually someone else. I, I also I also want to stress if it's not gonna be Kang, and the rumors are they're still going to like maybe recast mm -hmm. him. Yeah, that's true. They had things in motion and the movie may still be the Kang Dynasty, especially also because just one more reminder, they've set up the Young Avengers. And I think Kang, people might not be aware, they forget the character of Kang and his history. He's looped into a character right. in the Young Avengers that's really important, deals with Cassie Lang. She already encountered Kang in Quantumania. So there's something they can still do there. But maybe at the end of the Kang dynasty, that's it for Kang. Yeah. Then you shift to focus. But I love Jackie's pitch, which is Doctor Doom is there. Uh, he's maybe the big bad, but Molecule Man and the Beyonders are there. And I think that trifecta, I think that even if it ends up being that Doom is there, and maybe still gets pushed to the side so that he can kind of keep going in the movies beyond Secret Wars mm -hmm. in, in phase six or seven or whatever is after, yeah, it's gonna be after phase six. Yeah. So it'll be phase seven of the MCU. That Secret Wars movie can then shift and go, well, actually, Molecule Man is the biggest multiversal threat. All the heroes have to team up to take him down. That can still work, mm -hmm. but Doctor Doom is sort of just still in play, right? Uh, and yeah. then we can see more of him later. And I love that. Yeah. Like he's just like kind of like pulling the strings, like you said, manipulating people, and then like he's just waiting to pounce, and you just know he's looming. Yeah, I love that. I also loved all the love for Mephisto. I mean, like yeah. I still think Mephisto could be a great big He'll be bad a part too. of it. Yeah, I, yeah, I do. I, I don't know. I, I think Doctor Doom would be the best. Big the overarching bad. The um, I do. I, I would love to see Mephisto. I just think that like it might be. It's going to depend so much on casting and what direction yep. they're going to take Mephisto. In and I'm going to so. be harsh. I'm going to say that Brandon's Magneto idea was dumb. And wow. Oh my god! I liked Brandon's wow. idea. Wow. Let me tell you where Brandon lost me. Where he was like, okay. "There's no mutants in the MCU." No. I said, "How dare you, sir?" No. They've already been teased that there's a dude with knife claw hands okay. in a bar somewhere. There's a dude in probably West Hollywood right now running around <laughs> with knife claw hands. <laughs> Well, I know. And Kamala Khan, you know, that was just Bruno being like, you have a mutation. He's just trying to hook up, dude. You tell a girl she's got a mutation just to get her to dinner. You know what I mean? Wow. Well, that's it for us today. Uh, make sure to subscribe to the Break Room channel right here on YouTube. And give us a follow on Twitch where we do these videos live.
Jackie Jing, where can they find you on social media? You can find me at Jackie Jing. Oh, I didn't show up. Oh, that was cute. Oh, there it is. You shouldn't have played it for her. Actually, um, Evan was so sweet, and they raided my Twitch channel last time. Oh, yeah. Oh. And a bunch of uh, break room people stuck around and were super kind, so you all awesome. are great. The breakers, the roomies, they're great people. They're great yeah. people. Hector, where can they find you on socials? There it is. <laughs> All right. Thanks Check so much after. for checking yeah. me out today. I'm oh, I was oh, trying yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Nope. Uh, Remember, you can find me at, at Hector is funny. Oh my god, there it is. <laughs> okay, yeah, at Hector is funny. Thanks. <laughs> We're done. Oh, this is a good road show. We're taking it on the road, folks. Be sure to follow at BreakRoomNR on Instagram, Twitter, X, and Threads. If the five of you who are on Threads are available, check us out. We'll, we'll, we'll see you next time. Late as gay as goodbye. Thanks for listening. You can check out our Breakroom live streams at BreakRoomNR on Twitch at 3 p.m. Pacific. And don't forget to subscribe on YouTube. You can find us at BreakRoomNR on Instagram and X. Thanks for listening. Later, Gators.